Welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. We're so glad to have you in our home today. In a moment, we're going to pray together, get into the Word of God together. But first of all, we just want you to know how much we love you. And you're probably saying, yeah, but you don't know me. Yeah, but here's the deal. You've got human blood coursing through your veins. And that's enough for Jesus to love you. And if that's enough for him, that's enough for us. And we're believing every day that the love of God comes up in us. It's coming up in you. And this love that we have for him strengthens the love that we have for each other. So we want you to know that uh, even if you're feeling unloved, there are people somewhere praying for you because they love you, because God loves you. Amen. So if you're, if you're needing encouragement, uh, if you just need to be strengthened uh, in your walk with the Lord, well, you're doing the right thing right now. You're putting the word of God first place. You're watching this. You're listening to this. But don't stop here. Get in there and spend time with God. Spend time in his word. And Sarah, that's the main reason, the reason we do this. That's why you and I would sit here. That's why you and I would uh, create an app or a website or a, send out a magazine or any of these things. It's all about getting Jesus to people. It's all about getting Jesus to you and you getting to him and, and finding out what he has said about you and what he believes about you. God is good and he wants to show his goodness to you. I, th I think it'd be good um, just to spend a moment in prayer and thank the Lord for what he's done, what he's doing. And then let's spend some time getting into the word together. You wanna pray and we'll get into this? Father, thank you for this opportunity to come before your word, Lord, to hear from you. We ask you to give us ears that hear and eyes that see Jesus, a heart that understands who he is, Lord, that we'd see you more and more and more this year, that we'd understand. We cry out, Lord, for your glory Thank and you, your Father. beauty. We long to see you, Lord, in our everyday lives, in the sanctuary and in, in our homes and in everything that we do. We Thank wanna you, see Father. you. And we receive that from you today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. That's the truth. We do. We desire eyes that just see Jesus in everything, uh, in, in every way that he is demonstrating himself. You know, we come back to that so much. John 14, 21, Jesus said it. He said that if any man loved him, then he'd be loved by the Father and that his Father would love them and that he would manifest himself to them. And I, I don't know when it was, it's been a couple of years, but it just, I remember it came all over us. Like, that's all you need. What more do you need in life besides a manifestation of Jesus? You, you need salvation. What you need is a manifestation of Jesus, your savior. Are you in need of healing? What you really need is a manifestation of Jesus, your healer. Are you in need of, of provision of any kind? What you need is a manifestation of Jesus who was rich, but for your sake became poor so that you through his poverty might be made rich. That's what we need is a manifestation, a demonstration, a revealing of Jesus. And that's what, that's what these broadcasts are entirely about. <clears throat> I wanna do this together today. These are going to be uh, a couple of really cool broadcasts that Sarah and I are doing together over the next week or two. Uh, let's go together, go together to the book of Colossians chapter one. Colossians chapter one, and I wanna read several verses to us here. Let's just begin in verse three. We're gonna read on down through verse nine, verse 10. You could really just keep going. It's, it's all one thought and it's amazing. Um, but I want to have you do something that's a little bit unusual. As I'm reading this to you, every time I say the word we, 
You're going to see that here in scripture. I want you to thank Jeremy and Sarah. But every time you see the word you or your, I want you to think about you. So I want this to be a letter from us to you because this, this really accurately represents some things that are in our heart uh, for you. And I believe they're in the heart of the Father as well. First, uh, excuse me, Colossians chapter one, verse three. So it says, we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come to you as it has also in all the world and is bringing forth fruit as it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. Verse seven, as you also learn from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the spirit. Let me say that again. He declared to us your love in the spirit. Verse nine, for this reason, what reason? They had heard, we have heard, Paul writing here, had heard about their love for him. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So, Let's kind of get a grasp of what's going on here. Paul is writing this letter to this church in this city. And he says, look, we've heard about you. We heard two primary things about you. He said, we heard about your faith in Jesus and we heard about your love for each other. Mm. And when you read in a number of places throughout Paul's letters to these different churches, these two things come up over and over. He says, I heard about your faith and I heard about your love. Your faith in Jesus, your love for each other. Faith in Jesus, love for each other. These ought to be the two things that define our lives, your lives. Our lives should be defined by our faith in Jesus and our love for each other. Our love for God, the love of God working in us and through us, overflowing out of us towards each other. Faith in God, love for each other. And Paul's writing here and he says, we heard about it. And since we heard about it, he says in, in uh, verse seven, he talked about having sent this minister, this fellow servant, a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf. He said, this guy came back and in verse eight, declared to us your love in the spirit. Here's Here's communication taking place between two people and they're partners together in the ministry. They're partners together in this assignment of taking this, this message, the gospel to people all over the world. And when you think about this, think about what happens on the inside when you find out just like Paul did here, he found out through a middleman. This, this guy, what's his name? Epaphras. Epaphras. Okay, that's a good name. He found out from uh, Epaphras that these people loved him. 
And maybe he knew it to a, to a degree, but it so marked him enough that he wrote it here. He said, Epaphras declared your love for us in the Spirit. Evidently, these people so loved and appreciated what they had heard and learned and the revelation they'd received through Paul, it was so obvious to Epaphras that he came back to Paul and, and declared it. He declared, these people, they, they have such great faith in Jesus. Their love for each other is growing. But on top of that, they love you. They love you. And you just think about what happens when you find out somebody's got feelings for you. Has this ever happened to you? And the reason I ask is because I know it has. Somebody, do you, do you know, I know you remember this, but I don't want to get into the whole story here. But when I first, when, when this girl first got my attention, I had just seen a picture and we'd never met, never spoken or anything. But it was just, a really bad picture. Would you stop it? I love the picture. It was but a bad picture. I, I couldn't get her off my mind. It was I a miracle. I, well, it was, it was, God was obviously involved in it, but I'm thinking, this girl's beautiful, and, and I find out from other people all about you and all this stuff, and uh, something's going on here because this girl who I've never met, I can't quit thinking about her. Well, long story short here, uh, my now brother-in-law, Cody, who was not engaged to my sister at the time, but was an old friend of yours, a friend of mine, he... He's kind of Epaphras in this scenario. He, <laughs> he, without me sanctioning it, had made a call to Sarah and said, hey, I want you just to hear me out here. Jeremy Pearson's down here in Fort Worth, says he's been thinking about you and just can't get you off his mind and he doesn't really know why would you ever be interested in meeting him. Now, without going into all of it, just be honest and look into the camera and tell them, did that affect you in some way, some I form? played it cool, but, but I did feel, I felt pretty good about myself. <laughs> There's something that happens on the inside. But it's only because I had a little crush on him. And the, you have to hear the whole story to get it. But I had a little crush and I told the Lord that I wanted to meet him. And then like a month later, I get this phone call from Cody so yeah, I was feeling pretty good. So you're literally saying I'm an answer to your prayer. You, That's amazing. Yes. Wow, God is Absolutely. so good. But something happens on the inside when you find out that somebody has affection for you. You find out that somebody out there thinks highly of you. And man, you can trace this all the way back to elementary school, back to junior high. I remember, I remember being a kid and one of my friends would come to me and say, hey, that girl thinks you're cute or she likes you. And I'm telling you, in that moment, even if I didn't like her at all and I thought she was dumb or something, you know, the moment you find out she likes you, you're like, okay, well, she's not so bad. <laughs> right? I mean, she's got good enough taste like me. So it changes you. Something happens on the inside. Stay with me here. We're going somewhere. <laughs> Something occurs on the inside when you find out that there's affection towards you from somebody else. And it really solicits a response from you. It gives you confidence. That's an excellent point. It really does. It gives you confidence. It gives you confidence with that person. Now, unless you're a junior high boy, then it sort of does the opposite. But, but you're absolutely right. There's confidence towards that person. And I want you to see the response that it solicited from Paul in verse nine, after he said that Epaphras has declared to us 
your love in the spirit. He said, for this reason. What reason was that? The reason being that he found out they've got faith in God, love for each other, and a love for him. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, we don't cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, the will of God, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now, the reason we're talking about this here and now today on this broadcast is because right out beside this verse, I know you can't see it, but I've written out here in pen, pray this for your partners. Pray this prayer for your partners. Sarah, the Lord has been so faithful to Mm. you and to me over the last, what, six going on, seven years now in this ministry. He's brought us partners. Mm -hmm. He brought us people who would get on board with us in the assignment that you and I have to preach Jesus. Just that simple assignment, just preach Jesus. Actually, it came out of this same book, this same chapter, just a few verses later in verse 28, Mm -hmm. Paul writing said, him we preach. Mm -hmm. Man, out of that came our lives. And when you and I launched into this ministry, we really didn't tell a lot of people outside of talking to our family about it and letting them know the step of faith that the Lord had instructed us to take. We weren't talking to too many people about it. But the Lord did it and he did it in miraculous ways. He brought people to us. Mm -hmm. And we opened this little ministry mailbox. And I don't know how people really found out about it online Uh, through other people, maybe just the Holy Spirit. I don't know. But little by little, people would send us letters or they'd send us an offering or they'd send us encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget sitting in that that little house on Chalk River (laughs) where we would bring the mail home and put it there on the kitchen table. Do you remember that? Yeah. I would just open it and cry and cry and cry. I remember you and I just sitting there nearly weeping at times over somebody's offering. And we just look at each other like, how, how did God do this? How did he know? (laughs) Well, what's happening in that is we are finding out somebody loves us. Every time somebody sent an offering, every time somebody wrote a letter of encouragement, we're finding out they love us. (laughs) And it did the same thing in us that it did for Paul it brought us to our knees in prayer mm-hmm. for these people. Yeah. If you're a partner with us in this ministry, you need to know that every day of the world, somebody somewhere is praying for you. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we pray for you on an ongoing basis is that you'd be filled with the knowledge of the will of God for your life. Yeah. Somebody. Thank you, Lord. And we are those somebodies are praying for you that you'd be filled with the knowledge of the will of God for your life. How many people wish they had that thing? Mm -hmm. Wish they knew what they were on planet earth to do. Yeah. Well, God will let you know. He's the one who put you here and he's got a will for you, but we're praying that you'd know it. Mm -hmm. We're praying that you'd be filled with the knowledge of it. Not just that. Oh, go ahead. And being in the will of God is the happiest place that you could ever be. Living a life that you're fulfilled every single day. It's wonderful. It is the blessing of the Lord. And that is what we want for you more than anything else. Because once you find that, everything else flows from that. I mean, your prosperity comes when you're walking in the will of God. The blessing of the Lord, your healing, everything comes 
when you get in that place. So. Yeah, <clears throat> on these last several weeks of broadcast moving into this one, we dealt with that quite a bit as the Lord was talking to us. And, and we said, you know, you'll never be more satisfied mm-hmm. doing anything other than the thing yeah. he's called you to do. Yeah. Never be more healed, never be more blessed, mm-hmm. never be more fulfilled, mm-hmm. never be more productive. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that Sarah and I have found over the last several years is we have been more fruitful, more productive, have more proof of the presence of God in our lives doing this thing, the thing he's called us to, the thing he's called us to more than we ever have. Yeah. And so he goes on, he says, not just that you'd be filled with the knowledge of the will of God, but in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Yeah. Man, there's a big difference between understanding something naturally and yeah. understanding something spiritually. And it takes a spiritual eye to see a spiritual thing. It takes spiritual ears to hear the voice of the Lord. And this is why we pray for our partners every day that they would not just see things naturally, but that they'd see things spiritually, see it through the eyes of the Spirit. And these are powerful prayers. Why do you suppose this prayer ended up in the everlasting, eternal Word of God? Do you suppose he's being led by the Spirit as he prays this? Absolutely he is. Why would the Spirit of God lead him to pray this? Because this is what he wants to do in their lives. It's what we need. (laughs) It is what we need, more than anything, really. Now, here's why we're bringing these things up to you. We want you to understand, those of you who are our partners, those of you who uh, are not partners but the Lord's talking to you about, partnering up with us or really partnering up with anybody. Here's what you need to understand. And this is as far as we're concerned. The term partnership is not a fancy word for send us a check in the mail every month. You need to understand that from us. Really what you need to understand about that whole part of it, the financial part of it, that there is a financial assistance, there's a financial partnership that goes on, but Sarah and I and our stance on it is that's not between us and you, that's between you and God. When you and I partner together, our part is this right here. Our part is to go before the Lord when we find out that God has dealt with somebody somewhere and has put his love in them for us It brings us to our knees on their behalf. That's why we come together as a staff every single day, every morning, first thing. We get into the word together and then we pray for you. And we believe that these prayers are effective. We believe that these prayers are powerful. And you need to understand that when I say partnership, I'm not talking to you first and foremost about money. That comes out of it. But what I'm talking to you first about is this commitment to each other with a shared vision and a shared passion. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you right now, those of you who are connected with us in this, I know we have many partners who watch this broadcast. We bless you and we thank God for you. And I feel like I'm preaching to the choir for those who are <laughs> listening. But those who are not partners with us, here's what you need to know. You need to be partners with somebody. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you have to be partners here. I'm not saying you've got to be a financial support here. That's, like I said, between you and Jesus. But, Sarah, it's not okay for somebody to do nothing. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say about the, the impact it's had on our, li- our lives as we've connected with other ministries and other ministers partnering with them? Uh, I think that there's, 
something so spiritual that comes along with where you put your treasure. Yeah. And I'm I talk I'm talking about finances for us personally because for us we have we have been led by the Lord to partner into specific ministries. Um, one particular that I would say the reason God dealt with us was because it was the same flow that we were supposed to be in with our life mm -hmm. and so many similar callings, um, so many similar elements to our ministry that was in theirs. And what would happen is when we would give there, God would deal with us specific, specifically to give in certain areas. Then that same thing that was on them yeah. has come on us. Yeah. And that's been pretty awesome to watch. I mean, yeah. I, I've loved at most of all, Beyond, we have been blessed supernaturally, financially, to be able to do this ministry. God knew we needed it. Mm -hmm. You need money. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you need money to do what God's called you to do. Um, but even more than that, the thing that has blessed me the most is the anointing mm -hmm. that has come on us and the grace that has come on us to do what we're called to yeah. do. And sometimes I'll we'll be ministering somewhere or speaking or helping someone and I'll, I'll recognize that anointing that I'm sensing right now is the same anointing I sensed on the people that yeah. I gave into yeah. their life. Yeah. And that's a powerful thing to see how God, He will, he, every seed produces after its own kind. And the seeds that we have been sowing are producing for us uh, that like thing, that, that same heart, that whatever we sow into, it comes on us yeah. and it has come on us. And it's amazing the year after year after year being faithful to sow into these certain areas and these same ministries, that anointing has come on us. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing it after sowing for 10, 20 years. Yeah. You know, even before we were married, we were both sowing. Yeah. And then we came together and sowed. And our heart, with our heart, we gave in love and yeah. we gave in faith. And that seed has reproduced in us. It has. And that's what partnership is to me. The money is huge. You need it. You need it to do what you're called to do. And it is God's design that you would give and it would be given mm -hmm. unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. But even more than that to me has been that grace. Yeah. And that ability to do more than I could naturally do on my own. It came from my heart that, that thing within me wanting to so be a part of someone else's vision yeah. and to, to plant into what God was doing somewhere else. Get, getting involved in something that's bigger than you. Yeah. It gets your mind off yourself and what you're doing, and then it's so cool when God brings it back to you. It really does, and what you've got to get on your mind, and we've just got another few seconds left on this broadcast, but what you've got to get on your mind is the, the potential impact that can take place when we get together on something. You and I, we're, we're great as individuals, but we're better together. Yeah, we are. We are way better together. And when you get impact on your mind, see, Sarah and I learned a long time ago from our parents and grandparents and those that have done this thing before us, don't worry about getting the money in. Mm -hmm. You get the word out and the money will come yeah. in. This is how the Lord has said it to us. You increase your impact, then you'll increase your income. Yeah. If you get... If you get the impact on your mind, the income will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is about today. It's about you and I being better together. We're out of time right now, but, but uh, we're gonna be back talking about some of these things. But I want you to go before the Lord and find out where am I supposed to be connected? Who am I supposed to be involved with? 
And if it's Jeremy and Sarah, get on board, man. We are having the time of our lives preaching Jesus all over the world, seeing people born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, set free and healed, teaching another generation how to live by faith in the day of grace. But you know what? If it's not this, you find who you're supposed to be connected with because with them, you'll be better together. That's what this entire thing is all about. It's you and I connecting with the people that the Lord's put into our lives. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.